0: welcome back to growth colony australia's b2b growth podcast i'm alex hipwell with X Growth, your co-host for this podcast where you'll hear from b2b executives and sales and marketing roles on the newest and most effective strategies and tactics in the b2b space now let's dive right into this episode
1: hello everyone welcome to another show i'm shaheen hoda with X Growth, and today i'm talking to pauline gregg Head of Digital Strategy at Intermedia Group about what are the B2B industries that are quickly gaining traction after COVID. On that note, let's dive in. Pauline, thanks for joining us.
2: Hi Shaheen, thanks for having me.
1: Absolute pleasure. Um, Pauline, now for those who might not be super familiar with yourself or the Intermedia Group, can you give us a quick background and intro?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, the Intermediate Group's a B2B publisher that's been around since 1968. It started off as a family owned business, and we now have a portfolio of about 30 different brands. Although my background is in web development, um, specifically PHP and WordPress development. So, I've worked in the publishing space for about 15 years now, so where I started at news magazines. And I was working for publications such as Vogue, GQ, taste.com.au, and Home Life, which I think now is Home to Love. Um, and then I moved over to Intermedia in 2012 as a senior PHP developer, um, needing to service these 30 websites across a range of industries and with a team of only three developers, including myself. So I had to introduce new processes um, and a standardised approach to, to build these websites in order to keep them maintained. So as the team grew, then I moved up the ranks to technical lead, digital project manager and now head of digital. So I feel luckily that I have the advantage of the technical knowledge as well as the gained business and digital marketing
1: knowledge. Yeah, and, and and that's fascinating. Coming from a software development background, and then starting to dabble into into marketing, and really getting into that. And you know what I always say is, in this day and age, marketers who have that that technical knowledge have a massive advantage over um, over a lot of other marketers. The combination of to- those two areas it just gives people a um, an advantage that is sometimes very hard to find. Um, do, do you find coming from that background kind of gives you a a um, an edge uh, when when you're doing your work or when you're talking to peers?
2: It, it definitely does. It, it definitely helps to know how things work and not just the theory behind it. so and then to know the ins and outs of how can we tweak this or maybe use it for our advantage so, having built it and now using it, um, yeah, definitely helps.
1: I love it. Um, now, the Intermedia Group has a very strong focus on B2B industries and, and, it you know, it has multiple publications that really caters for, you know, businesses marketing to other businesses. Is that is that right?
2: Yes, exactly. Okay,
1: okay. Now, what I like to dig into is, what were some of the shifts? Some of the big shifts that you noticed right when a COVID hit the market in terms of the behavior of these B two B businesses who were advertising to other businesses? What was it that kind of uh, came out and you noticed in in the in the whole middle of this this COVID pandemic stuff?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so to give you an idea of what sort of industries we're talking about, you know, we, we scale from anything from hospitality, beauty, government, aged care, and the list goes on. But I'd have to say across the board and almost overnight, advertisers basically pulled their campaigns. There was no spending. It went from, you know, booked in campaigns for six months out to, to zero, So I I think the uncertainty of what we were about to embark on caused businesses to stop spending, and rightfully so. I mean, the last thing on their minds was advertising. It was more about business survival, um, you know, was front and center in their mind. And uh, we had to be respectful of this as as a business as well. So there was a week or two there where we were just basically waiting to understand Um, what the lay of the land was you know how how long would it last is anyone able to do business I mean can we support our clients through these times so I think overall there were probably more questions than answers
1: interesting okay and and give us a bit of a picture of what happened afterwards so you know as as time went on what kind of shifts did you start to see
2: yeah sure So I think we were in constant contact with our our clients, Um, but the biggest shift probably uh, was us having to be agile and think quick on our feet. So we had to change the conversation between both us and our advertisers as well as us and our audiences. So we quickly noticed how hungry people were to get um, the latest news about COVID and how it would affect their businesses. And this in turn increased our traffic on our websites by 50% or more in some cases. So ironically, it was the best time to advertise because of all this traffic and no one was advertising or no one was confident to advertise.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. uh, We quickly, you know, started creating these small hubs on each of our websites um, that had exclusive COVID related content and giving them special hashtags like hospitality strong or hashtag strong together. Or for our New Zealand um, titles, we had hashtag hospitality kia kaha, which is, you know, in their native tongue. So this created a sense of community and support for the industry and uh, we created a joint advertising partnership for our major investors and we leveraged, um, you know, existing longstanding relationships with these advertisers and luckily they all came to the party, realising just how important this message of support was during, you know, these uncertain times. So the campaign then became, hospita- you know, hashtag hospitality strong brought to you by advert- advertiser X plus Y plus Z, where in the past you would've, we would have never seen that, you know, joint advertising from two or three brands or more.
1: Right very mm. interesting mm. I mean it's it's crazy to think that you say 50% it's not like intermediate group is is uh, is you know is a, is a small brand or you know it's a new brand that hey 50% increase is, is you know it's normal for going from you know 100 to 150 visitors or even 1000 to 1500 visitors it's not mm. massive increase but you're you're in in, in we're talking big numbers here
2: We Um, are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was,
2: it was surprising.
1: Gotcha. Now I'd love to maybe dig a bit deeper into some of the industries that you've seen going strong in these times and some that aren't, Mm -hmm. um, picking Mm -hmm. up as, as much traction. What, what kind comes to mind and, and what, what have you seen?
2: Sure. Um, so I'll start with our stronger industries, I'd say generally um, they've been the aged care industry, ironically the hospitality industry and the beauty industry. So going, you know, speaking to our sales team, they've basically um, mentioned, you know, basically we've been leveraging our long-term relationships because luckily our brands are the voice of authority for those industries. They've been around for, you know, 20, 40 years, some of them. Um, And we were actually able to be flexible with our clients' needs, nurturing those relationships, you know, constantly throughout the whole pandemic. Um, And in some cases, it became more of an emotional sell, um, the idea of supporting the community, and then that's what brought our clients over the line. Um, For the aged care industry, uh, we had actually unusually an influx of new clients coming on board, mostly cleaning products, Um, trying to take advantage of of the whole pandemic, um, especially given all the the recent um, publicity about aged care and how they've been affected. Uh, We've had to create extremely agile new packages, um, you know, very quickly to suit our clients' budgets um, and be very flexible in that respect. Um, And in some cases, creating a sense of urgency to take advantage of the pandemic and turn this negative Sort of news story into a positive one, you know, with the whole support and industry community. Yeah. Yeah. We've also utilized some industry bodies and our relationships to those associations and asked them to support the industry during these times, which luckily they have. We've also, because we're in the print space as well as the digital space, we've had to come up with new ways of converting our print dollars into digital revenue. You know, because a lot of our print products actually stopped during this time due to physical printing plants not being able to operate. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: it's really cool that you're saying the the travel industry. Sorry, the um the uh, hospitality mm. um started to get a lot of traction because, I mean, that industry completely, uh, for lack of a better word, died in 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 especially in the first maybe month or two. Exactly. Of uh, of this pandemic, and and you kind of said that this was due to some of the strong relationships that you had uh, and the sales team had. But mm-hmm. was there any other reasons that you can think of of why, uh, you know, people who are trying to market to hospitality businesses mm-hmm. all of a sudden increased their their budget and really went strong?
2: I think they saw how quickly the hospitality industry were able to turn things around. So even though people couldn't come. To them and sit in their restaurants or cafes they were quickly turning their businesses around to serve you know basically do the reverse and create home home meals that you could take home pick up and take home so i think the industry was able to find ways of still making money in a very unusual time people who are usually servicing cafes suddenly open up their doors to the general public and, and your local cafe almost became your corner store because the industry as a whole was being very agile and coming up with all these new solutions then obviously the suppliers came on board and helped to support that
1: I see I see mm. and and what about some of the industries that went quiet and are, are still quiet is there is there anything that uh, that comes to mind there
2: yeah definitely I'd have to say the events industry um, our retail sectors and and film have been very, very quiet.
1: Those are hard industries to uh, to right now. It, there's just so much uncertainty there exactly. um, to, to get anything off the ground.
0: Hey, it's Alex from Xgrowth. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Growth Colony Slack channel. Do you ever find yourself stuck with a B2B problem? Need a second opinion on your next campaign? Or looking for some feedback on that piece of MarTech you're thinking to purchase? Well, that's why we created the Growth Colony Slack channel. This Slack channel is like a small dinner party where you get to meet and mingle with B2B professionals, hear what others are doing, and keep up to date with the latest B2B trends and news. You'll also get access to a range of exclusive content from our podcasts, webinars, and events. The best thing about it, it's all free. If this sounds interesting, head over to growthcolony.org forward slash slack and sign up. That's growthcolony.org forward slash slack.
1: Regarding the industries that start to pick up their marketing and advertising. hmm what did you see change in in terms of their marketing in terms of their messaging in terms of their go to go to market strategy and positioning I mean you one of the things you mentioned was how companies started to collaborate with one another in their in their marketing effort was there anything notable anything else notable that you saw during this 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 past three months that you like this is unusual we hadn't seen this before or we haven't seen people approaching this particular, Um, area from this angle, is there anything that stood out?
2: Yeah. So aside from our suggested hashtag campaign, we noticed pretty much overnight businesses were super sensitive, you know, to what was happening and the messaging changed immediately from, you know, buy my new product or service to a more socially conscious messaging such as local matters support. We've been supporting local for over 50 years. Or we support small business and it was all about support and community and rallying together so yeah providing that sense of community and support has been I think some of the most successful campaign strategies we've seen over the last few weeks
1: right right and that makes sense I mean you don't want to come off tone death and st- start you know talking about um, uh, talking about again buy my product where um, where people are having, having difficulty. Exactly. So uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask is from the perspective of the B2B industries that you work with, what do you think it's going to change in the coming weeks and, and months? Like what you and the team are kind of anticipating. And I know this is a hard question. It's, it's almost like, you know, what do you see in the future? But um, what, what are you anticipating to see from from the work that you're doing from the advertising and, uh, and everything related to that?
2: I think we're already starting to see this a, a bit of a change. So I think the thing that will change the most, though, is confidence from advertisers to start investing in campaigns again. I think as the restrictions lessen and businesses are getting back to normality, they'll naturally be more confident to, to invest to get their companies messaging out there again. So I think given the unique set of circumstances we've seen over the past few weeks, this will open up some advertisers to, to new and more innovative ways of advertising through digital campaigns, and especially those who've been more print-centric in the past.
1: Okay. okay. Have you seen your clients coming to you and suggesting new ways of, of advertising, or have you seen a, a spike in a demand for a specific form of advertising or anything anything comes to mind from that perspective
2: they they often come to us for the suggestion and wanting to know what we can offer them we've we've actually started to promote more uh, digital magazines as opposed to the print product because that's our industry and they've been very open to being part of that because because it's so dynamic you can you know have video you can have you know there's so much more you can show and and be interactive you know with a digital magazine as opposed to the printed product so they've been more open to that and and almost out of force uh they've had to uh accept that format but then actually embraced it at at the same time so that's been interesting to see yeah
1: Um, and, and yeah
2: mostly on the the, the flip side would be on our websites. People are investing more in banner advertising specifically gotcha. and sponsored content.
1: So I'm going to turn that question and, um, and, and formulate it from your perspective. Is there anything that you and the team at, at, uh, at the company at intermediate group is going to change in terms of how you're going to be maybe producing content or, the way that your customers are able to advertise or, you know, anything that uh, this kind of COVID has brought about that you're changing in uh, in in the way that you're operating?
2: Definitely. I think it's taught us to be a lot more flexible and uh, in the way that we package things up for, for advertisers. So that was one thing that we'll be tackling and also possibly introducing new um new forms of advertising. So, and obviously new formats. So sponsored content is a big area that we want to, um, you know, excel in moving forward and have different ways of of basically um, suggesting that to not only to our clients, but also um, introducing that to our readers as well, including more video content and making things generally more interactive And basically just set ourselves apart from our our rivals, you know, offering something new and fresh um, because there there has been a definite increase in the digital advertising space with us.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's lovely. Now, are there any other points that you think I haven't covered or you think listeners will gain value from that uh, we didn't touch on in our conversation so far?
2: if they could learn from out the biggest lessons we've learned as a business, uh, basically over the last few months, we, you know, we've learned that, uh, through empathy and being flexibility, uh, flexible with our clients and being more sensitive to the situation at hand. We've actually, I think we've learned a lot and we've benefited a lot, um, from that. I know that we're not through the woods yet. You know, it's, it's still around, but I think, I think we're hopeful that 2020 will still end um, positively for the B2B industry. I think there's still a lot yet to come. Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. I mean, you know, we're we're getting worried again here in Victoria with uh, with some of the outbreaks, but that's definitely that's definitely something we all hope for and and uh, and. It seems like we're going in the right direction. Now, if anyone wants to uh, basically reach reach you or they have more questions about the company or they want to find out, uh, Pauline, what's the best way for them to do so?
2: Sure. So you can find out about the Intermedia group by visiting www.intermedia.com.au. And if you're wanting to reach me, you can find my details on the Contact Us page under Pauline Grech.
1: Sounds great. Well, Pauline, thank you so much for joining us. I, I definitely enjoyed getting that insight from uh, from your perspective and what's been happening with, uh, with the B2B industry. So thanks so much for being on the show.
2: Thanks, Shaheen. It's been great. Thank you.
0: Hey, it's Alex again from X-Growth. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. If you enjoyed it, we'd love it if you take a moment to rate us on Apple Podcasts. It would really help get the word out to other B2B professionals. If you're hungry for more B2B content, make sure to join our Slack channel at growthcolony.org forward slash Slack, where we share the latest B2B news, tactics, tips, and chat about problems we're facing in the B2B space and find solutions together. That's growthcolony.org forward slash Slack. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next episode.